When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. I was kind of hoping that uh, 13 hours would do a little bit better than it did over the weekend. Uh, finish number four. Number four. I was kind of hoping it would... You know, if, it, if anybody's going to unseat Star Wars, I would have liked it to have been 13 hours. Yeah. Uh, it did basically, I think it did 19 million and they were expecting 20, <clears> which is not exactly horrible. But, uh, you know, fourth place uh, didn't take the world mm. by storm. Did, did, no. It did okay. But uh, according to all you guys, it's, it's a really good movie. Right? Yeah, I think uh, anybody in the audience would like it. I mean, it's, it's you know, some the only thing you might not like is if you like, there's some pretty gory violence in a couple of places but other than that mm. it's just an intense war movie it really isn't it isn't political um and maybe uh that the fact that some people have tried to politicize it um has hurt you know so maybe you're turning off democrats or whatever i don't <clears> know <throat> um and they never seem to care about that when it's uh when they're pissing off republicans uh but it's just a good mm. movie i mean you know i think it's, it's something that's an intense war movie and these guys it's true i mean these guys really did this so it's kind of amazing well according to a cia spokesman no they didn't mm. Uh, a spokesman for the CIA is criticizing the Michael Bay movie uh, as a, a distortion of the events and people who served in Benghazi that night. But it came from people who served in Benghazi that night. So how do you even say that? Uh, it's kind of interesting. Well, spokesman, I mean, it's the people that look bad are the ones saying it. Yeah. Ryan Trapani was quoted in The Post, uh, which also features an interview with the CIA chief in Benghazi. Uh, when uh, Chris Stevens and, and three others were killed in the siege. Uh, he said, no one will mistake this movie for a documentary. It's a distortion of the events of people who served in Benghazi that night. It's shameful that in order to highlight the heroism of some, those responsible for the movie felt the need to denigrate the courage of other Americans who served in harm's way. He uh, wasn't quoted for the story, but that's, I guess, the press release he sent out. CIA base chief, identified only as Bob, takes issue with a key point in the movie, and that, of course, is he claims he never said stand down. Now, these guys disagree with that strongly, and it's a key part of the movie, really, right? Uh, the, yeah, I mean, they're just they standing there waiting. To, yeah. They could have saved the ambassador, but they wouldn't let him go. If nobody was told to stand down, why, why did nobody show up from outside of Benghazi? Why, why, why did they mobilize and then do nothing with, with the air support? Because. Why was there not a single jet fighter yeah, that even flew over Well, that's the completely area? separate from the stand-down moment, too, right. in the story. I mean, you know, like, <clears throat> so the, this CIA, so the way this set it, and it, I, I don't know, I pictured it as, it, in my head, differently than when I saw it in the movie. Like, you know, because as, as we've gone through the story, of course, you pictured what was happening, and you've, mm -hmm. you've kind of created your own mental picture of it. So there's two complexes a mile apart from each other. 
One of them is where um, uh, the, the ambassador was. And another one is where these guys were, these CIA, um, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, contractors. It was the annex. Right. They, they called it the right. annex. So they're mm-hmm. about a mile away from each other. Um, uh, and so the, the first of all, the, the ambassador gets attacked first. They hear about it on the radio. They get called for help. They can see the flames in the distance. Uh, they can hear the explosions in the distance. And there they are sitting. And their local guy who worked with them at the annex say, no, don't go yet. We need to get more local support. Don't go anywhere. But even if you would believe that CIA um, guy over over the troops, which, of course, I don't, uh, plain and simple. Um, but even if you do, that does not excuse why there was no air support, because they asked separately. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, some of the guys, um, uh, you know, go, they go into a lot of, I don't want to give too much of the movie away, but they asked specifically um, for planes. They asked specifically for flyovers. They asked specifically for more people to show up. And they, all they get in support is a couple of guys who come, you know, much later on and they have a real trouble getting out of the, the local airport in Benghazi because of all the turmoil. Um, but none of those requests were honored and that had nothing to do with the CIA chief. So even if you believe him locally, um, you know, that does not explain why they never called. They never were able to get these flyovers, any air support. What they wanted was a gunship, and they were told it was, they, there was none close enough because mm. of fuel. Because if you could get a gunship, you could you know, basically hover right over there and just take mm-hmm. these guys out. It would be a lot easier. And they couldn't get that. They couldn't get a flyover. They couldn't get anything. Uh, CIA Chief Bob says there was never a stand-down order. At no time did I ever second-guess the team uh, that the team would depart. Uh, congressional investigators have said that as well. Filmmakers, though, uh, and Mitchell Zekoff, who, along with the security contractors, authored the book upon which uh, the movie's based, have defended the movie and portrayal of events. It starts with a message. This is a true story. Zekoff said, we have never heard anything from the CIA other than, no, the stand-down order didn't happen. These guys are putting their lives and reputations on the line, saying we were forced to wait, and the record shows it. So... Uh, according to the guys who did it, they say the movie and the book got it right. The CIA spokesman's comments are predictable, but not remotely credible. Right. I mean, like, if, obviously, these are the guys that, that look bad. They're the, the guys who look bad say they didn't look bad. That's not exactly a shock. Yeah. Um, you know, but again, I don't even think, like, I, you know, the, the um, contractors themselves were, I would say, fairly trying to be understanding of why it happened. Part, they were saying... The stand-down order was given not because they didn't care about the lives of the, you know, people in the annex or the other, the other, um, not the annex. So they were in the annex. The other, the other uh, establishment there, they, the, <clears throat> where the um, ambassador was. The, what they said was, they didn't. The guy was risk averse, and he didn't want to get in trouble for getting these people killed. So he wanted to get right. local support first. So he was waiting for local support, and while he was waiting twenty minutes for local support, these guys. Uh, were getting killed in the other uh, in the other uh, group of buildings, so at one point they just left. They said, "Screw off, we're going." Um, so it wasn't necessarily they said you could never go, and it's worded that way that he can kind of get away with that being accurate. We, there was never an order to, to, that they couldn't go. No, there was an order to delay until they got local support, mm-hmm. which is bad enough. These guys wanted to go; they were willing to risk their lives. They all said, they, "You know, it's in the trailer. Uh, none of you guys have to go." Um, but they were the only help that they have, and they bravely went out there and did it. So it's not a surprise that they would try to defend themselves. But you know, it's an amazing story, though. 
just an amazing story. It is. It's different cultures, Pat. You, you notice while watching some of the footage in the movie, um, they might have a, a, a culture that's a different, it's a different strand of culture in, let's say, Benghazi than in, let's say, uh, you know, Dallas, Texas. It's a little, it's a tad, hmm. it's a tad off. Huh. Um, and that happens around the world. We're, we're learning this. That. I guess Sweden is learning this as well, that there mm. are different cultures. Um, they uh, are now withholding from public suspects um, skin color and ethnicity, ethnicity to avoid being labeled racist. So I guess you're not even, when you're trying to describe a, a perpetrator hmm. of a crime, you can't even say what he looks like. Correct. Or That's she looks like. pretty interesting. That's pretty brilliant. So if somebody robs a bank, you can't say... Well, am I looking for a white guy? Am I looking nope. for a black guy? Am looking I looking for, for a, a Hispanic? Am I looking for a Middle Easterner? Nope, you're just looking for a person. Doesn't, doesn't is it a man it, or a woman? Well, well, we can't get into men and women and gender Gender stuff fluidity is, is an issue you know, that's, there. We want to stay neutral on the whole gender thing, and I don't really know if it was a, you know, a, a Hispanic or a white. That doesn't matter. Okay, what matters is find the person who did this. But, but how? Okay, how? How? It's, how? It's a, it's a person. So go get him. <laughs> go get him. Um, really unbelievable. <laughs> Germany, apparently, you're learning a lot of the same thing as well. You wouldn't think you'd need a sign for this, but apparently at a swimming pool they had to put up a new sign. Do we have a picture of it? Because uh, it's pretty amazing. Well, again, uh, this is the culture difference, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Don't, uh, uh, try not to sl- slap women's butts when they walk by when you're at the pool. Or, Kein Bali Koppelisch Sexual Beinhandergubenuber. Whatever. Uh, that's, that's the German for it, of course. <laughs> yes, of course, I can understand. Eat Dugan, don't pinch the button! The buttoxin! That is embarrassing. It's, I mean, do you really have to, you really have to tell people, hey, don't, don't grab her butt uh, well, at the swimming pool. We learned, really we, have to, we learned this locally, too. You're not allowed to touch people's shoulders or, um, or anus. Or anus. We found that out last week, so no anus touching. And apparently no buttocks uh, touching. Did we confirm the anus touching? We did, I did, well, I mean, look, there's a German poster just explicitly telling you. Because <laughs> you if someone is dressed like that. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you know, that's the shocking thing. And I know you need a sign for this, but no, still not okay. <laughs> okay. Still not okay. All right. So Strangely. even if they're dressed you sure? like that. Yeah, even if they're dressed in a bathing suit. Really? Not okay. I guess it's some new thing. I don't know. That's well, I guess it's, They're getting pretty picky. It's developed. <laughs> Thank you. I was watching, um, what was it? It was a, uh, it was someone posted a clip of a James Bond movie from, did anyone see this? It was like this, uh, I think it was like maybe the 70s. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's there with this, of course, you know, drop dead supermodel laying next to him. And um, a guy walks up and uh, says, well, we need to talk about the whatever matter. And uh, he, he responds and he goes, all right, get out. It's time to talk about man things. <laughs> and she walks away and she goes, Psh. Backside as she walks out, you're like, holy crap, if we change. Like, that was acceptable. Like, oh, here's a great guy. Oh, you gotta get out of here, blondie. It's time to talk about man things. And then slaps her on the ass as she walks away. Nice. Uh, The world's changed a little bit. I don't think that would be received well in a film today. Unless it was on one of Jeffy's sets. I mean, she wasn't there to talk man things. Right. She wasn't allowed to talk man things because she was a woman. Uh Okay. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. 
But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on washing and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now.